Welcome to NTJ Pete's Talk, an educational podcast show that aims to give the most updated medical knowledge and approaches to common diseases in the field of pediatrics, including inspirational talks for the pediatric residents worldwide. The talks will be provided by our exceptional residents in collaboration with our esteemed consultants at King Abdullah Specialist Children's Hospital. Our goal is to help future pediatricians to lead the way to healthy child care. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to a new episode of NGHA Pedstock. My name is Dikra Ghlaiga, a pediatric resident in King Abdullah Specialized Children's Hospital. In today's episode, we will talk about the evaluation of young children who are growing slowly or not at all. It's important to understand that failure to thrive is not a disease, but rather a physical sign of inadequate nutrition to support growth in a young child. To know more about this topic, I would like to welcome Dr. Hamad Al-Khalaf, a general pediatric and complex care consultant in King Abdullah Specialized Children's Hospital, the director of our pediatric residency program and the chairman of bed management department in our hospital. Welcome, Dr. Hamad. Uh, welcome all. Uh, it is really my pleasure uh, to participate in uh, this activity um, uh, and uh, I'm really honored to, to talk about a very important topic uh, that every pediatrician, no matter what is the specialty he's belonged to, is uh, uh, to know the basic principles within uh, the topic, which is the failure to thrive. Yes. So, Dr. Hamad, how can we define failure to thrive? Well, uh, as you mentioned, um, uh, first of all, we should look for the failure to thrive as a clinical description, um, uh, and it is, uh, should not be looked as a disease or pathology. Uh, that's mean um, uh, there is something wrong with the, with the nutrition that uh, the, the child is receiving. Uh, and maybe probably he's not receiving the adequate um, uh, nutrition and that's why this, he's not uh, uh, gaining weight. So our role as a pediatrician to find the reason uh, is the calorie that he need uh, that he intake uh, taking uh, is enough and if it's enough is that enough to promote the weight gain um, and if not what is the reason behind not uh, uh, gaining weight. F- there are many definitions to be honest with you in, in, uh, in defining uh, uh, failure to thrive. Uh, um, uh, there are two uh, definitions based on growth charts, and there are uh, two uh, not uh, really very related to uh, growth charts. So, for example, the first definition is um, uh, weight below the third centile for um, WHO uh, standard growth chart, or the fifth centile for CDC. So, uh, depend on what the chart. If the chart is WHO, so anyone who's uh, below the third centile uh, um, uh, or the, if you use the CDC uh, chart uh, if he's below fifth centile that will be considered as uh, a definition uh, but has to be more than one occasions you cannot depend on one uh, reading uh, in those chart this is the first definition the second definition if the child drop two major centiles so for example his um, between the 50 uh, and 75th centile then he uh, cross down the 50th centile then the 25th centile uh, if he did, uh, d- does that uh, that will be uh, considered as uh, also uh, a definition that some pediatrician use to define uh, failing to thrive there are also a third definition uh, for that um, uh, any child with uh, below 80 uh, percent uh, of ideal weight for age some pediatrician will consider this um, as uh, uh, failing to thrive, but uh, here you only depend on one reading. So any moment that the child is below the 80% of his ideal weight, uh, that some pediatrician will classify this as a failure to thrive. And lastly, using the, uh, the weight for length curve, um, uh, there are um, the children uh, who are below the third centile for that curve, um, the weight for length. Uh, some uh, pediatrician will uh, uh, utilize this as a definition for uh, uh, failing to thrive. So we have probably uh, four um, uh, definition, uh, scientific definition for failure to thrive. Uh, remember that the first two, which is uh, weight b- uh, below uh, third centile or fifth centile, require more than one reading. 
the child who's dropping two centile uh, is another one that required two uh, uh, readings whereas uh, the single reading uh, growth chart um, is uh, can be used in the third and the fourth uh, definition uh, what is the problem with the uh, with the first two definitions first of all uh, this requiring two serial measurement as i mentioned uh, so what if he crossed significantly do i need really to wait for uh, for the second uh, reading so that sometime uh, will make uh, proactive measures not done uh, in a place um, the problem with the third and fourth definition which is uh, the child below 80 percent for ideal weight and uh, the weight for length curve uh, below third centile the problem with that it is one visit uh, that's great but sometime uh, we saw uh, we seeing a malnourished child who's really above those curve so it may be not really uh, uh, it will lack the sensitivity uh, or the clinical significance of uh, of uh, malnourished uh, child uh, based on one uh, single reading so uh, the conclusion here um, from that definition that uh, probably you may use one or two of, of those definitions um, uh, however you need to use your clinical judgment is the picture going with someone who is really not gaining weight or this is a just one uh, random reading that need to be validated that what really matter to you as a pediatrician so do not depend on on uh, absolutely one definition without taking uh, everything in a contest uh, remember that there are certain children they have their own special uh, growth charts so that also has to be kept in mind and those definition is not applicable uh, for that example down syndrome turner syndromes uh, uh, all this they have their own curves and you need really to interpret their failing to thrive uh, in a different uh, way uh, and also remember that there are race and ethnicity also play major role uh, in certain uh, population where probably that will tell you which chart to use and which um, uh, definition to use in, in those population. Failure to thrive is commonly classified into organic and non-organic failure to thrive based upon etiology. Is there any limitation for this classification, doctor? Um, yes, uh, uh, you are right. Um, uh, the old classification of failure to thrive where um, is defining those um, entities is either uh, organic, where is the physical causes there, uh, and that probably constitute 10% uh, of the cases and uh, non-organic where the psychosocial uh, uh, play major role on those uh, disorders and uh, it constitute about 90% um, uh, uh, of the disorder. The problem uh, of this um, classification, um, uh, actually there are many concerns about those uh, 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 this classification the first one is failing to thrive should not be looked as a uh, uh, single uh, entity it is uh, multifactorial uh, first so there are really combination of organic and non-organic uh, uh, in some uh, diseases so uh, probably the old classification was kind of um, sh sharp uh, on on, on uh, uh, differentiate between the two entity whereas the majority of the cases may have combination of of both the second reason that uh, classifying uh, to organic and organic um, and uh, realizing there is no organic entity that will put some stressor on the family that you are the cause uh, of the problem and this is a psychosocial uh, this is something going with your parental and the problem that um, uh, is supported by investigation so the investigation is negative so and that will really lead uh, to a parent um, uh, parental uh, guilty feeling and an anxiety and which really um, may worsen uh, the problem uh, the third thing um, classifying to organic and non-organic um, if you have a normal investigation that the physicians themselves may maybe relax uh, in, in addressing this problem uh, and they're not doing uh, further um, evaluation and or even uh, intervention to address the problem saying uh, just put it on the on, on the family shoulder that this is 
because of your parental issues and you have to deal with it you have to fix this problem so, so uh, and still there is a role actually for the pediatrician where he can really uh, family they demand some tips and challenges uh, uh, to be any uh, to be corrected uh, myths to be uh, clarified and corrected and uh, it is not only the family it is a combination of effort from a multidisciplinary team and you cannot really make it just a psychosocial pure psychosocial on the family shoulder um, uh, the problem if ignoring this uh, you know that um, some uh, uh, the majority of the investigation will came negative uh, as we mentioned and um, uh, and the doctor will book uh, appointment from month to month uh, for example every four months uh, each time and the family uh, they will not have this col collaborative uh, work with uh, their physician and the problem will continue um, the problem could be simple, like um, just mild decrease appetite, especially if the child has an iron deficiency anemia uh, as a nutritional uh, related cause. Um, he will have this loss of appetite uh, and he will having this fishing cycle of uh, not eating well. Um, and uh, so the eating causing loss of appetite and the loss of appetite will deprive him from uh, eating uh, and this is will not be really uh, apparent uh, sometime uh, uh, small sores will be developed especially in the mouth um, uh, sometime uh, if the problem persists you will have some bleeding uh, issues uh, joint problem skin uh, integrity will be affected and um, unfortunately uh, if the problem also uh, persists or worsen uh, uh, the bone uh, will be affected and nutritional records is a well-known entity for uh, everybody um, and uh, the issue if persisted as well uh, uh, we are seeing cases where the liver is affected as well like washer core um, uh, disorders um, and sometime uh, and if that happened early in life the brain development uh, is uh, a big uh, concern here uh, especially with a fat um, depriving uh, depriving from fatty uh, uh, acid component will uh, will risking the child for um, issues related to his intelligence uh, memory um, uh, attention so this is um, uh, really not simple uh, it can really um, has a wide spectrum uh, from uh, mild to severe um, uh, cases and uh, uh, the issue with failing to thrive is not uh, appear at the beginning as a physical uh, findings um, where you pick a sign uh, it is really need someone who's really uh, vigilant and uh, attentive to to the problem and pick it from the early and this is without not happen without really careful uh, evaluation of the growth parameters of the child and uh, detecting this a problem um, from its start moving to the next part of our talk how can we diagnose a child with failure to thrive uh, this is a really good uh, question. Um, as we mentioned uh, before, remember that it is a clinical description of the failing to thrive. And our role um, um, as a pediatrician to know, uh, do I have a problem in, uh, in the calorie intake? Um, uh, or I have a problem that the calories intaking as, uh, as required, but it is uh, not enough uh, for the child uh, due to the increase of demand. Um, or uh, the food is uh, getting in um, and uh, I don't have a huge demand but I have a problem with the uh, absorption or excretion and this is the chronic diarrhea so this is a third category and the fourth is being um, syndromatic simply they are syndrome they are not gaining weight no matter what and they do not have a problem with the uh, with the intake or the excretion uh, or um, increasing in the demand so just recapping this first of all uh, and I will explain each type of this uh, the subclassification but uh, as uh, four categories here first is decrease uh, calorie intake or uh, in increase in the excretion uh, uh, and this is the chronic diarrhea with all its uh, causes and the third is increase uh, in the demand um, due to uh, chronic uh, disorders, uh, most likely, or um, uh, the fourth category uh, being syndromatic. So moving to the first um, uh, part, which is uh, decreased calorie intake, this is can be classified into uh, three uh, subcategories. The first one um, is uh, 
uh, absolute decrease in the oral uh, intake due to oromotor um, uh, concerns and this is common for uh, for example tracheosphygeal uh, fistula patients uh, uh, those who have an aspiration uh, syndromes uh, like uh, cerebral palsy so that food instead of going normally through the gi tract that will go to the respiratory tract and the child will not have uh, enough uh, uh, intake uh, even if it's visually is inside his mouth but it's going to different uh, uh, track um, uh, also uh, uh, maybe uh, reflux also can be uh, this uh, category because it's getting in and immediately out so those who have especially bad reflux that uh, they will be presented as uh, failing to thrive uh, keep in mind also those who have any sort of chronic vomiting uh, any type of chronic vomiting like cyclic vomiting uh, etc or uh, increase in intracranial pressure like slowly growing brain tumors they will be uh, uh, failing to thrive at uh, at one point. So the first uh, subclassification of calorie decreased calorie intake is uh, uh, absolute decrease uh, in the intake due to uh, uh, vomiting or uh, aspiration syndromes. The second um, under the decreased calorie intake will be if you have uh, a child who's behaviorally um, not taking uh, this. Um, so uh, there is an absolute uh, decrease in the calorie intake due to behaviors. And this is common in the picky eating uh, behavior. Children who really want certain food, certain uh, texture, uh, certain color. Um, uh, and this is really wide spectrum. Uh, some of them really mild and they picky uh, on, on selecting. Some of them really severe. They want everything routinely given at the same uh, every day uh, like an autistic uh, autism uh, child with uh, autism um, and some of them uh, is related to dietary behavioral issues because a lot of junk food a lot of sweet uh, beverages that's why they're not interested uh, uh, in the food so any behavioral uh, uh, related to the child will be a second subclassification of uh, decrease uh, oral intake uh, and the third one and this is where we we say the psychosocial uh, um, issues uh, uh, related to the home dynamics uh, for example family feel insecure about the food and they really want to limit uh, uh, the food that they're giving to, to the child to, to save their uh, uh, or to improve their financial um, some some of them and we saw those cases in the periphery where they diluting the formula so they they want really the formula last longer uh, and sometimes we see children um, or the young, I mean, infant with the breastfeeding uh, inadequate, and the mother f thought it is adequate. Uh, here, where we need to pump and see what what's the going on. Um, uh, so uh, this is the second, the third, uh, sorry, um, uh, subclassification. So recapping the first cause, which is decreased calorie intake, either due to the absolute decrease intake um, uh, or subsequent vomiting or um, uh, behavioral uh, related uh, uh, issues within the child himself or the third within uh, the psychosocial or the high mo home dynamics or i would say maternal uh, uh, related uh, factors uh, second category major category uh, is uh, if you have uh, the food is in no problem is having adequate calories but it is not absorbed well and this is will be um, uh, a chronic diarrhea basically all causes of chronic diarrhea falling under this uh, uh, categories uh, and uh, the chronic diarrhea uh, i'm sure it will be presented uh, in a separate um, episode but generally we're classifying them to uh, uh, either liver related uh, disorders or pancreas related disorder or small intestinal um, uh, related uh, disorders, um, uh, but this is beyond of the scope of um, uh, today uh, episodes. Uh, the third uh, major um, uh, category for uh, failing to thrive, if there is an increase in the demand. So uh, you know there are certain disorders they uh, require um, due to the higher metabolic uh, rate they will consume whatever you give, and they will not be. Um, those children will not be uh, thriving well even if they receive uh, the normal uh, uh, calorie requirement for their um, uh, age and gender. Uh, example of those, um, uh, uh, for example, uh, cystic fibrosis. Uh, 
uh, renal uh, diseases, uh, cardiac uh, diseases, uh, um, and uh, any cause really in the major systems, uh, there will be increase in, in the demand and probably you need uh, to calculate the calories uh, in a way different than the normal uh, children. The subcategory of this uh, also uh, another uh, subcategory of uh, increase uh, in the demand um, those who uh, IOGR uh, children those they will have uh, some sort of insulin uh, resistance um, and they will not grow no matter how um, there are uh, really reports in the literature uh, stating that you should not really uh, be aggressive uh, because um, some of them develop even metabolic syndrome uh, due to the aggressive intervention trying to correct um, their uh, uh, their uh, weight um, uh, and yet they will uh, uh, they shouldn't be uh, the case so um, uh, capping uh, or recapping the third category they are increasing the demand either due to chronic um, illness uh, in the major uh, systems or um, if you have um, insulin resistance like an uh, IOGR patient. Uh, the fourth category, uh, as we mentioned, the uh, syndromatic uh, child and the example here, Turner uh, and Down syndrome and they uh, should be uh, plotted in their own uh, uh, chart. Uh, uh, but remember that, uh, and this is what we meant by multifactorial, Down syndrome may have a chronic uh, diseases like cardiac and maybe he falling under the third category there are certain syndromes they also develop cystic fibrosis so syndromatic cf uh, and uh, so you cannot really uh, put it in in a one uh, template sometimes you may have uh, uh, many component uh, explaining why this child is um, uh, not gaining weight so when approaching a child with failure to thrive what are the most important things we should cover in terms of history and physical exam uh, great. Uh, first of all, when it uh, fear to thrive is one of the entities that really uh, require um, detailed history and meticulous physical examination because that really uh, this is will uh, direct your investigation. So you cannot um, really go labs uh, uh, or do a panel of uh, failure to thrive uh, without uh, knowing wha where you are uh, fishing where. So, um, uh, for example, uh, when it comes to history, first of all, uh, you need to know uh, what is, when is the onset uh, of, of this. Because failing to thrive, for example, at toddler age is different from failing to thrive from uh, birth. Um, uh, having uh, weight uh, issues um, from birth may raise um, congenital uh, issues. Uh, it may uh, indicate that um, uh, probably this is a syndromatic child, especially if the, if the head circumference is affected as well. Um, or uh, probably the child from the beginning is um, having low weight, which we call the IOGR. And that uh, can explain. So it's really uh, to see the serial me measurement um, in the growth chart to um, uh, know where is uh, when the problem is uh, started. And based on that, uh, probably you may go um, uh, and see. Uh, remember the uh, major uh, four major classification of uh, of failure to thrive. So uh, hitting the first one, uh, probably uh, I'm dealing with vomiting uh, concerns. So I have to ask about the vomiting and if it's there frequencies and is that really uh, significant enough to uh, drop uh, the weight um, or not uh, also I will um, uh, knowing that I have category of uh, uh, malabsorption I have to go through the diarrhea uh, issues and if it's there frequencies consistency um, etc and try to fish for pancreatic um, uh, liver and uh, intestinal uh, symptoms uh, and also I need uh, uh, from that uh, do um, a simple um, uh, check to the all system because again uh, increased demand due to chronic illness is, um, is an issue uh, or possible cause so I need to ask screen for cardiac for respiratory for GI for endocrine for hematological um, uh, diseases uh, genitourinary uh, etc and even neurological um, then um, after that uh, uh, probably uh, I'm completing the, the present and moving to the past history uh, again uh, if the patient have a chronic illness that probably explain why 
why this child has uh, failing to thrive uh, if his cb i may play the aspiration uh, syndrome for example uh, or um, uh, if i have uh, uh, someone who's recurrent infections um, uh, recurrent hospitalizations uh, i may um, uh, think about uh, immunological uh, diseases or simple the hospitalization by itself is is enough cause to to drive the child from the normal um, uh, feeding regimen and that by itself can explain uh, some sort of um, why he's not gaining uh, appropriately uh, especially if the detachment uh, is confirmed between the child and um, and the mother uh, moving to the birth history uh, again uh, birth weight uh, because iogr uh, could be a possible um, also, I need to ask about the serology uh, of the mother, uh, whether it's protective or not, uh, because TORSH is one of the reasons uh, why children are not gaining weight, and this is, will be under the category of the chronic illness. Um, uh, APGAR score uh, here is related because someone who has low APGAR score may indicate that he is an aspirating uh, child, so he is he developed hypoxemic, um, hypoxic ischemic encephalopathy, and probably he's aspirating uh, the food um, uh, if he's um, uh, um, uh, going to the nutritional this is really the most important part uh, because it's failing to thrive so nutritional history shouldn't be just uh, appropriate for age uh, or uh, sharing family diet no uh, here you need really to go um, uh, detail the, the details depending on the child uh, age so for example if he's in a neonate or a young infant you probably uh, go in the details of how many uh, uh, bottles he's receiving, what type of milk, um, um, uh, frequencies, um, and if it's breastfeeder, uh, how long is uh, his feeding, is there enough supply that confirmed by pumping, uh, um, uh, and if it's older child, you probably go in the details of what his, how many uh, meals, how many snacks, what type of meals, what type of snacks, is there is any, uh, uh, portion even you may discuss the portion sizes not about the meal but the the size of that meal um, and probably here uh, you will have some guiding um, uh, tools um, um, in the um, in the internet or uh, to tell you exactly what how how you translate this on the calories uh, um, but uh, also the nutrition um, uh, specialist may be on, uh, on help on those. But our role as a pediatrician is tackling the problem. Uh, whether is it a decrease in take, uh, and this is where the dietary history is in, or uh, increase in the demand, and this is where uh, probably the initial history, uh, present illness or systemic review will tell me. Um, also, you need really to go, uh, uh, if the child is taking some junk foods, uh, uh, sweet beverages, uh, um, trying to tackle the picky eating um, uh, behavior uh, symptoms. Um, also, uh, you may go for, um, uh, after that, going to the developmental history. Uh, obviously, those who are abnormal development, especially in the neurocognitive um, delayed uh, children, uh, usually will bl blame aspiration um, and event because typically, especially if those are uh, uh, bit bound uh, usually they are uh, we're dealing with different problems usually they're gaining weight because they're not really moving uh, and they're not burning their calories so but if 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 they are losing weight uh, usually i will blame uh, aspiration uh, syndromes or recurrent hospitalization uh, as a reason for that so probably you may uh, dig about the child development um, also the development is uh, helpful for um, to tackle uh, difficult behaviors, um, uh, whether the child is diff difficult to deal or he have a problem with his eye contact, so autism, because you know this is one of the causes of uh, failing to thrive. Uh, moving to that, uh, going to the drug history, some drugs can cause uh, losing weight, uh, many uh, uh, of those, and um, uh, some of them common, really common drugs. So probably um, and but this is uh, really uh, a diagnosis of exclusion uh, you need really to take a detailed history before you jumping to to this uh, conclusion moving to allergy um, history it's very important to, uh, to know if the child has um, food allergies uh, which include uh, uh, 
cow milk protein allergies or any other food allergies like gluten or celiac disease um, because that may explain uh, the issue as well um, after that we will um, uh, go to the um, like any history to the family history uh, and if there is any family history of autoimmune uh, disorders uh, this is really maybe a good clue that he has an autoimmune uh, um, absorption um, related disorders um, also if you have uh, any family history of kidney cardiovascular endocrine respiratory gi maybe uh, we say that the child is um, having a new onset of these uh, um, disorders uh, after that the social history this is really very crucial because as we mentioned uh, um, in the decrees uh, the first category of the classification is uh, uh, if there is a, a psychosocial uh, component uh, behind uh, uh, the failing to thrive so for example the social income uh, of the family need to be um, uh, having some uh, estimate about it uh, we also um, uh, trying to review the home dynamics uh, the attachment uh, uh, between the mother and uh, the child uh, um, and uh, uh, the, the food um, secu security uh, stability uh, uh, between the two parents um, and etc because all that can give you um, a clue uh, that uh, uh, probably this is the main reason uh, why the child is uh, not feeding especially if there is no if the disturb uh, uh, if the home dynamic is really disturbed and there's really no routine uh, that the child is uh, going through um, uh, probably this is will be enough to to blame uh, a reason for behind his uh, not gaining weight um, after that we will go to depend uh, uh, the systemic review if you not tackle it in the beginning uh, probably you may go to all system um, and try to to find a reason uh, or a system that uh, can be blamed for uh, not gaining weight uh, after that we'll go to the physical examination and uh, as i told um, uh, my trainees uh, try to uh, uh, before touching the child looking for the a b c d e um, uh, so the a is the appearance how the child is look look is really catch uh, child uh, malnourished uh, is he ill uh, is he uh, well? Um, is he uh, uh, scared? Um, is he um, apathic? Um, uh, all this need uh, really to be kept um, in mind. Um, uh, after that, the B, which is basics, uh, and basics always here is um, uh, uh, vital signs and uh, growth uh, parameters. Remember that um, uh, when it comes to vital signs, uh, bradycardia is. Uh, can tell that the child is malnourished and we commonly see this in uh, anorexic um, children uh, which uh, falling under the c category of uh, behavioral um, uh, late sign is a blood pressure and uh, saturation this is really to you someone who's really need uh, um, uh, an, uh, a rapid intervention but uh, usually will not see these signs uh, as common um, after that, uh, we'll go to the growth parameters, and as we mentioned, there are many definitions that uh, depend on that, uh, basically. But remember that uh, we have a weight, we have a height, and we have a, a head circumference. We will not use the BMI uh, as a classification for uh, uh, failing to thrive, um, uh, but we can use the weight for length, as we mentioned. Uh, um, uh, but uh, just to sum it up, uh, if the weight is... Um, alone is affected uh, probably nutrition um, is an issue um, however if you see uh, height is more affected uh, than the weight uh, uh, probably uh, i'm dealing with endocrine uh, problem uh, and if i say uh, if i see the weight height and the head circumference uh, are all affected uh, probably this is uh, coming uh, very early and it's pointing to um, uh, syndromatic um, uh, child uh, genetic disorders and something even happen antenatally so it is really important to uh, interpret uh, all these um, in uh, in a context uh, remember severe malnourished they may have weight then um, height uh, affected um, and that's uh, not mean that he has an endocrine problem uh, um, and also remember that uh, those who have uh, low uh, height but uh, 
good weight uh, uh, or even obese uh, uh, um, uh, or overweight that will be pointing to endocrine um, uh, problem so uh, there are many interpretation for this and need really to to be logic with your uh, history uh, uh, that you get um, after that uh, after um, the growth parameters will go to the sea so the color here uh, is needed um, so uh, is the child is pale this may indicate that he has some sort of uh, anemia um, is he uh, jaundice that can I blame liver uh, here um, mainly um, is he uh, cyanotic um, uh, is he uh, blethoric all uh, all these colors need to be um, kept in mind um, after that we'll go to um, um, uh, D, which is dysmorphic, uh, is he dysmorphic? Because uh, as uh, as we mentioned, that uh, some diseases they they just syndromatic; they're not gaining weight, uh, no matter what. Um, and uh, E is the equipment. If the child is um, linked to any sort of equipment that uh, help you in and uh, understand the child, especially if the child that the first time you encounter him, and uh, he probably. Uh, went to somewhere. So for example, if he's in GT tube, you may uh, know that uh, this is a long-standing um, issues. Um, after that, you will go um, head to toe kind of examination uh, starting from the head uh, and the face uh, looking for sores uh, uh, Examining the eye shape of the head, uh, you know rickets they have their prominent forehead uh, eyes, uh, there are many nutritional uh, diseases with um, ophthalmological uh, findings um, and um, uh, lymph uh, adenopathy, uh, if there is any lymph uh, nodes that can be uh, a clue for uh, chronic uh, recurrent infections, uh, immunodeficiencies uh, and sometimes autoimmune um, uh, disorders and also uh, to complete the head and neck uh, goiter um, looking for a goiter is uh, is uh, important um, here uh, then we'll go to the cardiovascular with all uh, component um, the respiratory um, abdomen uh, genitalia cns uh, exam uh, particularly if it's hypotonic or hypertonic um, then uh, musculoskeletal uh, exams um, here is uh, more specifically the limb length uh, discrepancy which is common in uh, Russell Silver um, uh, syndrome. MSK uh, exam um, uh, important. Um, uh, many uh, malnutrition is present with uh, joint uh, concerns uh, and more specifically uh, we may look for limb length uh, discrepancy which is seen in Russell Silver um, diseases. Then we'll uh, have a skin um, examinations um, as is, um, um, evaluation for the man uh, nourished um, and that's include nails um, as well um, for hypoalbuminemia or um, iron deficiency anemia. Uh, also we'll uh, look for uh, uh, back uh, looking for any sacral edema, uh, bit sores uh, that um, explain uh, chronic ongoing issues. Very clear, doctor. Um, and what about the basic investigation? What are the basic investigation we should do, and how can we go from there? Again, uh, as I mentioned, um, la, 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 your labs will be depend on uh, the history uh, and uh, the detailed physical examination that you made. Um, and um, uh, you cannot really go with a panel uh, or a routine panel to do. Uh, especially if you're not having a disease in uh, in mind, um, uh, literature st say that uh, more uh, more than sixty percent uh, of um, uh, children um, uh, and, uh, investigated for failing to thrive, they will have normal labs um, if the history and physical examination um, is uh, reassuring. But again, it's all about the accuracy and the details uh, of those uh, component. Um, even the evidence-based uh, medicine is again is doing uh, laboratory screening for uh, as uh, as uh, failing to thrive um, uh, workup. However, uh, sometime uh, a pressure from the family um, uh, because they felt that they did the maximum and they everything is uh, uh, is done and probably there is uh, ongoing reason. 
um, especially if that there are component of the histories is not really clear um, and if felt needed uh, by any means uh, or even through a bedside exam you someone tackle a minor findings um, if needed you may go for CBC uh, with differential uh, have an idea about the hemoglobin uh, uh, go to the chemistry, um, electrolytes, um, uh, and will assess the urea and creatinine as a renal function. Uh, you may order um, a liver profile uh, if if you be think that there is a problem with the, the liver or hepatomegalin exam. Celiac uh, uh, screening, especially if the onset of the disease um, goes with the classic celiac uh, disease presentation. Uh, stool studies if there's history of uh, diarrhea. Um, and probably thyroid uh, panel if um, thyroid uh, is uh, suspected. Some um, uh, pediatrician may order growth hormone uh, um, because sometimes uh, growth hormone deficiencies, uh, some type of them, they 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 present uh, with the failing to thrive, uh, whereas the majority actually they will be uh, overweight. Um, you will uh, also. Uh, if you think there is a malabsorption issues, you may, uh, the journey will continue to include more uh, sophisticated uh, investigations that include uh, endoscopy, um, genetic studies, um, upper GI, uh, swallowing assessment, uh, etc. Depends really where is your uh, uh, where is your uh, uh, thinking is going on. Um, uh, that's probably uh, will summarize what we need but uh, but again um, you you not uh, need to do all of this investigations uh, I would say uh, uh, CBC and chemistry is the uh, liver and uh, renal is probably the first line uh, investigations uh, um, and Others will be a really second or third line of um, uh, investigations uh, if if you are um, in need to do those uh, labs and your history and physical examination um, alone uh, were not enough to to identify a cause. Very well. Uh, and the last point we want to talk about is the treatment options. So what are the treatment options for children with failure to thrive? Uh, that's... Um, a good uh, question. Um, again, uh, I have to know where is the problem. Uh, is it a problem in uh, decrease the intake, or a problem in increasing the excretion, and or a problem in increasing the demand, or this is um, a syndromatic child? Uh, so. Um, uh, Irrespective of the cause, um, I need to know uh, also uh, th that the therapeutic relationship with the family is really crucial. Family has to trust you first that this is will be a long journey. It cannot be fixed in one visit, um, and there are you gonna. It is a collaborative work from uh, both sides to um, optimize uh, the calories first, exclude this uh, need. And if the child is not gaining weight, uh, this is where the journey continue to, to see what's going on. Is it a problem uh, in the excretion? Is it a problem in the psychosocial uh, or the home dynamics? Is it a behavioral uh, uh, issues within the child? So probably you may not get this in the first visit. So first is just introduction, collaborative work, um, uh, dividing rules, uh, close monitoring. Uh, and this is can be done in uh, an outpatient setting uh, where you conclude the visit with a recommendation about a healthy diet that uh, provide the child with the required um, calorie for uh, uh, his age and gender. Um, sometime uh, you um, uh, probably uh, and this is really debated in the literature um, uh, especially after two or three visits you don't know what's going on uh, some pediatrician they admit uh, uh, the child uh, even if he's not showing uh, showing uh, signs of uh, severe malabsorption just to observe what is going on uh, and to uh, guarantee that the child is receiving uh, enough calorie and yet is not gaining um, weight uh, I'm saying debated in the literature because now with the health uh, economics uh, um, uh, and the cost uh, 
on the shoulder of the hospitals they not really uh, supported especially they are encounter cases where they develop nosocomial infections uh, which really complicate the situation uh, uh, further so this is a debatable uh, um, uh, topic but uh, or area of discussion but uh, uh, still being um, uh, a habit uh, in some uh, pediatrician uh, to see what's going on exactly uh, with the close uh, monitoring and they have to say that we do w I did that uh, for some patients uh, um, uh, especially if the mother is not uh, probably reliable uh, or under huge uh, pressures with too many kids uh, um, etc uh, and once I uh, guarantee a good uh, weight gain uh, in the normal calorie, we will just uh, link them to the outpatient and they will not continue the journey of uh, investigations uh, uh, and etc. Um, uh, so, um, uh, depending on where, where is your um, problem is, um, uh, uh, if the problem is the formatting and aspiration, you probably the GT is the way to go um, uh, there. Uh, if the problem is um, uh, reflux, um, uh, those children, uh, uh, severe cases may benefit from um, anti-reflux uh, or even from duplication uh, if needed. Um, uh, and if the problem is in the um, child uh, behaviors, this is where uh, some tricks and tips uh, need to be um, uh, in place. Um, uh, some children, they're not interested in the food at all. Uh, simply because of too much sweets that they uh, taking and here where you need really to to shut this door um, completely and uh, um, uh, instruct the family that uh, they should limit this absolutely no matter how he's annoying them uh, about it uh, and, uh, and force him on uh, in a certain things and in uh, uh, certain I mean foods uh, uh, Sometimes you may uh, identify that the child uh, have a chewing uh, um, uh, issues, uh, and the swallowing uh, therapist will be uh, in help. Uh, Sometimes uh, distraction or little interest um, in the food, so probably uh, the food um, uh, or the feeding style need to be changed where there's no TVs uh, uh, or screens uh, in the child. Some children they are fearing. Uh, really, they have uh, they are scared from the food due to past uh, aspiration event uh, due to um, uh, bad uh, reflux or burning uh, sensation and here where you really need to uh, do some behavioral uh, modification and gradual introduction of the food uh, in an optimal uh, way uh, where you can overcome this um, fear uh, you probably um, uh, integrate the child with his family as a high chair um, at the same table uh, probably you may identify gagging uh, issues uh, and this is um, uh, some of them even uh, as a ticks and here where uh, behavioral uh, modification or psychologist is uh, will be on help, uh, help on this um, again uh, you have to really where is the problem is uh, is it behavioral is it um, uh, vomiting uh, chronic vomiting or aspiration event or uh, is it a chronic uh, diarrhea and the treatment here is uh, uh, is uh, probably uh, variable whether to identify uh, a best formula or even a TBN uh, uh, is needed in, in severe cases. Um, uh, keep in mind that those cases, irrespective uh, of the cause, need uh, really a team uh, consists of dietitian, swallowing, uh, pediatrician, sometimes uh, psychologist or social um, because all uh, causes uh, can be identified uh, under those uh, category try to limit uh, junk food uh, this is very important not only the sweets but junk food sometimes uh, they have a lot of uh, uh, sweets in, uh, in there um, uh, carbs uh, and the child will not uh, be um, uh, sometimes some of children they're not gaining uh, Although later on in their life, they may the junk food will be blamed for their uh, obesity, but the way that the metabolism in children and uh, young children is different um, somehow. Uh, probably you may ask for dietary manipulations, gradual introduction of the food uh, that he um, uh, didn't like, um, uh, and um, uh, avoid banishment throughout the situation uh, completely uh, because that will be a backward. Uh, 
uh, step and will inhibit any effort uh, from the child to 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 gain. Um, so um, and the food should not be used as a rewarding. Uh, no matter the, I mean the candies etc should not be used as a that you may offer it I'm not saying completely deprive the child from it no but shouldn't be used as a rewarding or punishment uh, way um, throughout uh, this um, uh, process um, keep in mind uh, certain children are uh, genetically or biologically programmed to be small and thin and uh, there are many theories um, here, but um, uh, they uh, is uh, similar to the IOGR uh, children. They have degree of uh, uh, insulin uh, resistance, um, um, and uh, even with the good weight, uh, or sorry, good calorie intake, uh, uh, without uh, apparent reason of vomiting or diarrhea or uh, demand, they're not gaining uh, weight and they're not syndromatic. So. Um, Probably you may end uh, the journey saying that he is programmed this way. And there is a familial um, uh, component here where you have all uh, his parents uh, are small and thin. Um, and you don't really you don't have to push uh, on this uh, further. Um, uh, as far the child is receiving essential requirement for his growth, uh, uh, optimal growth. So he's gaining on the growth chart. Um, but you should not really push him to to reach, uh, for example, 50 centile or etc. Um, as he's far within the curve, uh, he will be um, uh, fine uh, because really uh, aggressive management for those children specifically, uh, if they have uh, insulin resistance, th they will move them to the metabolic uh, uh, syndrome, which is really far, far more uh, uh, serious than what they have. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Khadab, for this excellent, comprehensive overview of one of the commonly encountered problems in our practice. It was indeed very informative. Lastly, what is your take-home message? Um, uh, probably I spread it uh, throughout uh, my talk, but uh, if I want to recap uh, uh, some uh, important uh, messages, uh, failure to thrive is uh, not uh, a disease. It is a clinical uh, description, and our role is to see whether uh, the child is uh, uh, not receiving enough calorie if, and if not why uh, and if he receive uh, calorie and not gaining uh, weight uh, another why um, and based on that uh, your history and physical examination should go around um, uh, this uh, no labs uh, or routine labs uh, for those patients except uh, if you having something um, uh, in mind and uh, keep in mind there are uh, many tips uh, and tricks uh, that uh, we need to learn as a pediatrician uh, and will be alone uh, enough to overcome uh, uh, the failing to thrive uh, children thank you thank you. thank you so much doctor